Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast number 116. It's the Simon Says Podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, uh, do all the stuff, spread the word. Just keep listening every single week. Listen, rate, download. I think these are all the key phrases that we're supposed to say and Hold want up to some say. signs, tell uh, your friends. Tell your friends, tell your friends' friends. Um, we talked about it kind of early the other morning, but um, Friday night, my wife and I went to a concert at uh, the Haw River Ballroom, which you said you hadn't been to. It's in I've Saxon never even Hall. heard of it. It's awesome. Okay, so this is, it's really cool. It's uh-huh. a really neat old venue, um, big and open it's room. Saxapaha. Saxapaha, which is just fun to say. Because I'm um, tight. <laughs> they have a cool little, like, you know, there's food and stuff at, at this nearby place. And anyway, the point is, is so it was a general admission show. Mm hmm. And they did have, you know, they they still had the mask mandate, which is fine. That's cool. How big of a place is it, do you think? Not very big. I would say it probably it's um, real high ceilings. Uh, I don't know what the I don't know what it used to be. Um, I don't know if it was a mill or whatever, but um, I would say maybe a couple hundred people could probably fit in there. Okay. Um, So anyway, we camp out on the side. So we're like, well, let's stay towards the wall. Cause I'll, I'm like, I'll, I'd rather have my back to the wall than, you know, be in the middle. Uh huh. So we kind of camp out and there's an opener and he was cool. Um, and you know, the crowd was okay. It wasn't too, too, too packed. So then, um, he goes off and I'm like, I'm going to go grab a drink up. I'm going to go get a beer upstairs and I'll be down. You hold the spot. So my wife's holding the spot and I get, you know, it's kind of a long line and I'm waiting. And then I get a text and it's like, you have to get down here now. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like halfway through our, I mean, what's up? And she's like, there's people encroaching our spot. And so I think it's so funny. Like I, it's been, I don't think I've been to a general admission show in a while. Right. Since probably pre pandemic. Oh God. Even before that. And even I, before that I've gotten, I've turned into a real big concert. Y- yeah. You, you don't even like to sit in the nosebleed seats anymore. Oh no. You, you no. need good seats and no Depending way on who it is. in the pit. Oh, no, no, I'm not going anywhere near the pit. That <laughs> but, so this is a general mission show. So people are able to stand wherever they'd like, which usually tends to be right on your shoulder. Oh my God. So I get down there and what has happened is this older couple. Well, the, I'm sorry. I say older. I would say 
early 60s is okay. my best guess. That's older than you. So yeah, so older than me. So there was two, it was like uh, husband-wife combos. So it was like two couples. Uh-huh. So the wives are kind of, I think have kind of moved in and basically had moved in like almost right up where my wife could have been wearing them like a backpack. And so I came in and so then I had to set up my position. So, you know, my my, my concert stance is a little bit of a spread leg, you know, wide shoulders. Bigger shoulders, yeah, arms, arch- elbows yeah. out a little. So we're dealing with them. Then, of course, it's really starting to pack in. And this is the thing that I forgot that I hate. I hate with a passion is when once the band's going, when you got people where it's already packed, like, you know, not packed, but it's like we're about as tight as we could be. And you got those people that weave in like I'm going to get in. I just got here, but I'm going to the front row. Oh, my God. There's nowhere for you to go. Uh -uh. So you have that. Then you also have the crowd dynamic of, um, so there was a group of women uh, who I had noticed earlier who were definitely drinking because one of them, like talking loud enough that I was starting to overhear a conversation, like one I think is newly single, um, might be going through a divorce, like some, uh, like just. They're having a girl's night out. Which I will say this, I do love eavesdropping on everybody's conversations. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it is kind of fun. So like, like the, um, the older women behind us, and then in front of us and around us, like they kept moving around. Um, they were going on and on about this one white, the, one of the wives got a new tennis racket and like, oh my God, she did so good at tennis the other day. Oh my you should have seen her. Did she tell you? And then he was like, yeah, I, I got her, blah, blah, blah. But she returned it, you know, like, so obviously he had got her a racket and she needed a better she racket. She didn't like it. She wanted a different I racket. didn't want to know this, but I, oh, I got yeah. to learn When this. someone's standing um, literally on your shoulder, you learn these things. Did you ever get your beer, though? No, I did not get my beer. <laughs> I, I never gave the spot Darn back it. up. But the good news is I never had to go to the, go to the bathroom, so well, I didn't that's have to leave true. So then this other couple comes in, a bigger guy and a girl, and they move in. like. So it's a tall guy who thinks he's got to be up by the stage because that's where his girlfriend wants to be. And so then he's blocking the view for everyone. Luckily, he wasn't, he was kind of, they were more to our side. And she was really feeling it. And he was just double fisting beers. Like he walked up. <laughs> I don't like this band, so I'm going to drink a lot. So fast forward a few songs, you know, maybe halfway through. At some point, I kind of hear something where he's saying, which I love that I can hear this, but um, I'm sorry. I haven't been a good boyfriend in the last six months. I'm so sorry. I haven't been. I'm not. I'm not. You know, like, basically, I don't know, like saying he's not a good boyfriend or something. And she's like, the night. no, everything's fine. <laughs> you know, I don't know what you're talking. And then next thing you know, they're making out like hard. Oh, great. So now here's what I've got. I've got tennis racket ladies who now are now in front and they're kind of like whatever. And then. One of the ladies is trying to get a seat because her ankle hurts. Then I got drunk girls here who came through and I think might have caused some drama because they bumped into the other girl and might have spilled some drinks because I heard the one girl who was making out with the guy talking about there being beer on her shoe. Again, I I don't I don't miss that. No, I don't. I love seeing bands live. It's one of my favorite things to do. I know. Do not miss the people at all. It's like. So, like, one of the last times I went to one of the big pavilions, mm-hmm. um, we tried to go see Zach Brown in, like, Raleigh yeah. at Walnut Creek. And it, we got there kind of late, and we had lawn seats. And, you know, that lawn oh. packs up. And it was like, this is my another pet peeve. Why do people pay money to go to concerts and then talk? Yeah. 
And all they do is talk and don't pay any attention to the band at all. Why didn't you just stay at home with your friends? Awful, expensive conversation. I know. I will tell you one of the worst. The worst. One of the worst lawn experiences was um, going to see Jimmy Buffett. And personally, I am not a huge Buffett fan. I mean, I like his songs, but I've just had no desire to go to the concert. But the reason why I went was because Huey Lewis was opening, and I love him. So my friend and I go, we get to see Huey, and as Huey is playing, the lawn just keeps getting more and more yep. and more crowded. I think they let in like three times as many people as were supposed to be on the lawn. All of these people had been drinking in the parking lot for about six hours before they got inside. Because that's what actually, if I've heard anything about Buffett shows, that's yeah. a huge and tailgate show. We literally lasted through about two songs before we bolted because it was so crowded could, you absolutely couldn't sit down, and you didn't even really want to stand up, besides the fact that everyone was drunk and talking, like you said. Yeah, I I'm really now at that point where I'll pay I'll pay a little bit more for a seat. Although mm-hmm. you know I was I was curious. It's just on a on a somewhat sad note. I had they had a reserved lawn section for the Foo Fighters show. Yeah. Um, so I was really, I was like, oh, this is cool. So I don't have to pay for seat prices, but I get like a kind of a reserved area, but it's lawn price. But again, they, that of course, obviously got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, that, it just made me laugh. Cause I'm like, I've, I've officially gotten to that point. I used to go You're to shows old. all the time. Like, I mean, I would always be in the middle of the, like, mm-hmm. I remember so many shows of being in like, you know, like where you go to those shows that are so crowded that you're you're barely your feet are barely in. Yeah, like I've, you're you're almost to your top, is, or like you kind of lean against the person behind you because they're holding you up because everyone's packed in so tightly. Oh, my God. I still remember one. I, I can't remember the band. Um, I remember one. I was in. I was in closer up. I, I was like, I was in it to win. Oh, it was Jane's Addiction, mm-hmm. and uh, I started to back out a little bit. Cause I was like, I was starting to get too much. So I'm backing up, I'm backing up. And all of a sudden I feel like empty, empty space behind me. And I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. And I kind of let my guard oh, down God. for a second. <laughs> well, then I turn and look and I had backed out into the pit. Into the mosh pit. <laughs> and no. it's like, oh God. <laughs> luckily, uh, luckily it was big enough that I was able to then kind of duck back. But then I had to like, I had to figure out like, well, then what do you do? So that you had to get, I had to get into pit mode. Where you kind of get to you save get your life, elbows out. Like I love the different. Like I don't know if my kid, if I'll ever be able to teach my kid about like the various stances at concerts, or you know, <laughs> I, I'm dying to see like as she you know goes forward into shows, you know. But um, yeah, that was interesting. But again, crazy shout out to the Hot River Ballroom. It was fantastic. But yeah, I I'm gonna have to. They did have like a balcony up top or like mm-hmm. a front row, and so now that I know that, I'm going right for the rail next. Yeah, gotcha. Um, did you see? We hadn't talked about it on the air, but did the story about the guy who he told his boss and he told everybody he worked with, mm. "I do not want a party." It was just going to be his birthday. It was yeah, his birthday was coming up, and I guess they have a you know a thing at work where they do big celebrations for everybody's birthdays. But this guy was very adamant about the fact that he has anxiety and birthday parties really make him just kind of freak out. And he was like, please don't do this for me. Yeah. It's like, I thank you very much, but do not do this. So his boss was like, 
that's cool. We're throwing you a party anyways. So they yeah. did it. They threw him a lunchtime party for his birthday, and he did. He had a like a panic attack. Yeah, he had a panic attack, had to go to his car to like chill out, which again, I, you know, I've been there, done that. I've had anxiety before and like never to that extreme. Yeah, but unfortunately, this guy had some kind of childhood trauma, I think, that he associated with birthday parties or something. Oh, Jesus, really? Yeah. So, oh, God. So it wasn't but, just that he had anxiety. It was that he actually had some sort of trauma yeah, with a birthday yeah, party. So it, like he just really hates <laughs> birthday parties. And so that's why he was so adamant about it. Because, you know, you're like. Dang, ungrateful guy. What in the world? They want to throw your birthday party. But he had like an issue with it. Well, so, you say that. Yeah. So, but then after all that, didn't the boss, the boss, the company then. Well, he, then he has this panic attack. He has to leave. He's very upset and everything. And a superior out of his direct boss or who it was, but someone said, dude, you're ruining this for everybody. They wanted to throw you a party and you're ruining this. Like, it's all his fault, even though he made it very clear he did not want a party. Oh, my God. And so the 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 long story short is that they ended up, I don't know what their actual terms for termination were, but they fired him. Yeah, they ended up letting him go. And then he sued them. For, at, what was it, $450,000? Yes, one hundred fifty for lost pay. So good on him, because that must be a decent job. And then 300000 for emotional distress. But... You know, I, I just want to say, uh, for the record, can we please stop with the, the office birthday party with the office party stuff? He won, right? Oh, yeah, he yeah, won. He got no, the money. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not necessary. I'm just not a fan. And you just drag everybody into this room and then you have to be like all happy because your coworkers are, happy birthday. And... I mean, just, I don't know. Give me a gift card. Let's move on. If you I, feel like you have to do something. <laughs> I don't, I love my birthday in general, but not at work. I'm just, I don't know what happened to me, but I, it's like, when I get here, I'm like, I want to do my stuff. We do our show. We, we hang out then we get some other stuff done throughout the rest of the day. And then I want to get out of here. Yeah. It's like, you, and you try very hard not to associate with anyone that you don't have to. You hide in <laughs> your office. Hold on, that sounds... Oh, I, okay, I'm trying to think if I could put a better word spin on that. I am really so dedicated to my job that I Is like that to keep it? my head down and get my... I, I'm really focused. If you could close your door without anyone making a comment about it, you would. Maybe. Yeah. I you mean, would. A you would bit? come in here... Do your work, not speak to a person except for when we do our show. And even that's a bit begrudgingly. And how <laughs> and dare you? you would leave. I speak. Okay. That's not true. I speak to you and Sean. I speak to Mo from 102 Jams. Because you see him. Yeah. It's not, but you. I will make a point to go out of my way, to, but he also, his office is right his on the way to the right kitchen. office is right next to yours. You can't not go past it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I'm just, I've never been a fan of the, you know, it's funny because my wife, um, they had, they, they finally got rid of their uh, office cake tradition for people's mm -hmm. birthdays because finally everybody, like, I think everyone had just kind of been doing it because, and finally, someone finally said like, I, I don't really want to do this. And then somebody else was like, yeah, I don't either. I don't eat. Why are we doing, <laughs> do we have to, we, we don't have to do this anymore, do we? And it was like, oh, oh yeah, that's. Yeah, you're, you're but right. see, okay, the cake thing is one thing because it's a little embarrassing and it's like whatevs. But you don't even like 
when they bring us a free meal and you're like, oh, do I have to go eat free food that's really good that was provided for me with no yeah. n- no obligation? And do I actually have to go back there? <laughs> you hate it. Yeah, because I'm dedicated to my job. No, you're just a grumpy mop. <sighs> I don't. Look, man. You don't like socializing with your coworkers. It's not that I don't like socializing with my co. I don't like socializing. I'm a very. You do like socializing, Paul. You used to be a huge socializer. Things have changed in my All life. All you did was socialize when you were younger. That is not true. Oh, really, Mister Baseball Games and going out to the bars and you're paying your bar That's tabs different. and leaving yeah. too big of a tip and. Oh yeah. That doesn't... <laughs> That's a different lifetime. But you've turned into uh, a grumpy mop. Oh, uh, it is a lifetime ago. I love free food. Yeah. I mean, free food's great and all, but I'm really, I got my stuff the way I like it. Hold on. <laughs> You're turning, like that sounds familiar. <laughs> I You're turning into someone who's not here. Well, I am I am proud of that guy. And I, I do think it's crazy that I, I love that I did this that that idea of like you know, asking saying, I don't want this and then well here we did it for you. Well now you ruined it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like that's cute. Um oh I saw this thing the other day about um I miss this. The joy of a forgotten package. Oh yeah. I never do that anymore though. But that's the thing. You don't forget because like, okay, for me, nine times out of 10, I'm ordering from Amazon mm-hmm. and it's drunk or not. Amazon is very good about like, they'll send you an, like I get an email and a text saying, this is what you just did. Then I get another one saying, Hey, that thing you did is being prepared. Yeah. Then that other, then another one, like now that thing that you've done <laughs> is on its way and then it's here and then it's, and then, it's in your neighborhood. Yeah, and it's I got four stops away. I can't like. When's the last time? Like, I know specifically, but when's the last time you had a good? I forgot I ordered this moment. Gosh, I don't know because I know exactly. You know, like you said with Amazon, you know exactly when it's supposed to get there, and so you're waiting. You're like, okay, it's Thursday. My stuff's coming today. Like, you don't forget about it. I the last time that I can really remember surprise was I was, it was, I was in Greensboro. It was when I was working uh, overnights back in the day when 98, seven back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I must've gotten home and been drinking or whatever. And I woke up and I saw a number written down on a piece of paper next to my bed. And my wallet was out. And I was oh, like, no. okay, <laughs> no indication, no whatever. So I'm like, well, this should be interesting. So I don't know how many weeks later, whatever, some, you know, package shows up. And I'm like, oh, what's mm, this? What this could be? And I opened it and, and I was very, I was very happy with my drunk self because we ordered the George Foreman grill. <laughs> and it was the best. I love that thing. I use that all the time. My house... You have not lived until you've cooked burgers with your Foreman grill in your house. I had one. It wasn't a Foreman, but it was like the knockoff. And I did use the crap out of that thing. I used it for, I made all kinds, chicken, burgers, all kinds of stuff on that. I liked I used it more than I use my air fryer now. See, I, I love that thing. And I actually, I've thought about, you know, 
if I wasn't cut off from buying kitchen appliances and gadgets, <laughs> um, I would almost want to buy one just to have again. Really need to bring it back. That it, you, look, you want to find one? Go to any Goodwill, go to any thrift store, and you will find. But a they're awesome. Wheel. I don't know why, but see, I got rid of mine too, and I don't know why. I think mine was worn out. I think a lot of the non-stick was gone, so things were just sticking to it hardcore. <laughs> oh, and what I liked about it is the only way to really clean it was you get a. It's counterintuitive, but you take a wet like paper towel and rub your hand up and down on the so cleaning. The hot steam. It was the worst. So like yes. hot steam would get the stuff off, but you'd also burn your hand every time. Mm -hmm. um, that was fun, but I, you know, I almost miss. You know, the only person who really does that, who orders and forgets, is Sean. Because mm -hmm. he orders stuff off of random websites still. Yeah. And so like he our, never our, knows when it's going to come. Well, or like our, um, our air our quote little... taxidermy raccoons. Right. Which was actually <laughs> just a little ceramic painted raccoon. <sighs> which I, I, I'm, I've said it to him. I've said it out loud. I will say it again. The way I have that thing in my office, it brings me such joy every day. <laughs> you walk in and you're like, hey. You can find the picture if you're listening and you can find the picture. Uh, Charlie, you put it up on our Instagram or on our Facebook? Um, I believe it's on both, actually. If you go back through our feed, you can find it. But the way I put mine, it almost looks like he's making. So the way he looks, it's like he's doing air guns. He's a little cowboy raccoon. But, but his hands are so tiny, it looks like he's doing air thumbs up to me. So every time I open my door, the first thing I see is it's like my right in my eyes. Hey, yeah, it's him being like, hey, hey, hey welcome to work, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I almost whatever makes you happy, Maddie. I almost miss. I've only you know where I've been. I found where this is most likely to happen again is I don't know if you've fallen for it, but I for sure have um, two places. One. Instagram all the time will do like sponsored posts mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, click through to order something. I have definitely ordered what was it? Some hot sauce from somebody. It was like a, a random YouTuber hot sauce. And I was like, yep, I'm going for that. Good times. Um maybe some other clothing. Oh, I know. Uh a dude who does graffiti in Greensboro. His name goes by Jex, J-E-K-S. He does all the cool like red cinemas. Mm -hmm. Um does the real hyper realistic stuff. The um I don't know if you've seen it online because you're not you don't live in Greensboro, but um Red Cinema has the big mural of uh Stan Lee and Ken Jong. Oh yeah. Um, he did those. But anyway, he was selling some merch and I was like, Oh yeah, I'll buy that. Um and then the other one was uh yeah, on YouTube, I'll, like someone will have a sponsored something like you know, mm -hmm. or they're promoting a product. I bought a headlamp. Well, I, twice recently I've ordered something like that. That was one was from a Facebook post and one was actually from eBay. But so they didn't, they didn't have the tracking. It's every move like Amazon does, but they were each gifts. So I thought I ordered them in enough time. And so I'm panic tracking oh, because yeah. I it's like, where is this? Why is it just sitting there at the facility? So it wasn't a surprise when it arrived because it wasn't for me. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I, those also were ones where it was like, sometimes it'll show up and you're like, I don't know exactly what I ordered or I don't know what, what it is. It's like if I've ordered multiple things, but yeah, I, I do miss, I, I miss that pure joy of my George Foreman grill. Like knowing that I know a guy, a guy I used to work with in DC he um he was a bartender and he did he did the uh infomercial thing and ended up with um 
God, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but he ended up with some crazy knife collection. Oh, the Ginsu knives? No, like straight up, there were samurai swords. Oh. So he's got at least one, if not two samurai swords, some other larger knives, and then a whole mess, like one of those things where it's like 200 of those pocket knives. And like throwing stars and all kinds of stuff like that. It was the funniest thing because they said, you know, like he, he, he actually had the samurai swords up for display in his apartment. But I'm like, that would be a crazy one to order. Like, but you don't even see as many infomercials, except for the ones that are like 30 minutes long that are, you know, the set it and forget it or the, um, what was it that Sean just ordered recently? The big. Uh, Not the air fryer you got. Well, it's got an air fryer. The 14 in one. Yes. It's like. His super loud 14 in one. Multi, multi-use. Yeah, but it's like an air fryer, a toaster, a oh, yeah. Instapot. It's folds your laundry. All those things Roomba. in one giant contraption that takes up your whole countertop. But you don't really see as many infomercials for things. So you, the risk of sitting up late and just ordering something off the TV is not as common as no, it used to be. Right. You actually have to get up and walk over to your computer or pull out your phone and just start. Get on your Amazon app, but you have to deliberately start shopping. Oh, uh, see, I think that's where it's now. That's the, the way of the infomercial has gone to, I think, now like product reads off of podcasts and stuff like endorsements. Oh, yeah. Um, Use the promo code Simon. Oh, my God. I, I'm like, I'm such a sucker for it. Like, I, I will. There's a couple podcasts podcasts that I'll listen to and like, they'll be like, um, I can name the products. Like there's like oh, the yeah. various beds. There's, there's some shoes. There's athletic greens. There's, uh, there's... <laughs> uh, what's there's one I saw. I, okay. So one was one of those, like, it's almost like a, a powder. So it would be like doing like, it's like a Gatorade, but it's not, I don't remember. I don't remember the name right off. So, uh, but I even saw it in, in Costco and I almost bought like a 30 pack. Well, I'm glad that they were doing a, a product tasting. So I tried it. I'm like, oh, God, no, I don't like this at all. <laughs> so I would have had like the Costco. Oh, bed. gosh, you would have had this giant uh, thing of. Yeah, I would have brought it into work. And speaking of bringing it into work, yes. um, do you need any uh, COVID tests? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have extras now. So. Gosh, remember just recently when I, everyone was scrambling and you couldn't find them anywhere and now you're giving them away? Yeah. So my mom did a thing. So my mom was pretty hard in the paint on the whole like COVID testing. Like uh-huh. she was, I mean, I get it. She's in her seventies and you know, they're down in Florida and whatever. But so she, I, I think I had told her it was back when, back when we all had it and we were all having trouble finding tests. Yeah. Um, and even before that, a little like bit. like January. Yeah. It was right after that was the, okay. That was it. It was right after the holidays and none were in the store. It was impossible mm-hmm. to get a test. Okay. So she ordered some online and had them sent to me. Of course, it was like right, it was right after, it was right towards the end of the Omicron, you know, ridge. So it, it was at where the point where we really, you know, weren't needing the test that they showed up. But she sent me like eight boxes. So I mean like 16 tests. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now what do I do? Because I didn't realize at the time. Now but, you have to get COVID 16 more times. Dude, that's the thing. What do I have? Like 16 more scares? Um, no. But like, that. no, I know. And that's the thing. So it's like, and I didn't realize, but they have an expiration date on them. So yeah. they expire. I mean, I think they're technically expiring in, in April. I don't know if it's like, you know, yogurt, if it gets puffy. 
I and then doubt you can't, it. It probably just means that it may not be as accurate. Well, I'm thinking about uh, just bringing a bunch into the state. You know, like everyone brings in. Well, like, I got those ones, snacks. the free ones that you could get. Yeah, I got those too. You know, from the government. So those are just sitting there. And yeah, my my government my government tests are good through July. Mm. So I got some more time on those. But yeah, my mom tests. I'm I'm sitting on, and I feel bad. You know, like that was the thing. Like you said, it was such a, a run on tests. And there's my mom. I, when one of the last times I was at their house in New Hampshire, she was definitely one of those people. She was ordering stuff by, you know, at bulk. Yeah. She, I mean, they got more wipes, mm. paper towels, toilet paper. Like it was, they I'm were set. those people. Well, that's good. So if anybody needs a COVID test, call 336-373-0987. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me know. <laughs> let Maddie know. But yeah. You've only got uh, ten more days. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if you need wipes, gloves, masks, uh, anything else for uh, your COVID needs, uh, let me know because my mom can probably hook it up. Um, we're about done. The last thing I had that I saw that I thought was kind of funny, there was a mom who installed doorbells in her kids' rooms. Mm-hmm. So she would just hit the bell when it was time for dinner. Yeah, that's lazy. Yeah, where I'm from. You just bellow as loud as possible down yeah, the hallway, right? Absolutely. That's what we do. Even upstairs, like our house had, you know, the, the main living area was on the main floor and all the bedrooms were upstairs. But mom would just come over to the stairs and scream up the stairs for whatever she needed. Um, also, though, when we very first moved into the house, we were like high tech in 1974. Yeah. And we had the speakers in every room, <gasps> the intercom system. Yes. Oh, that's and so, so cool. the main the main um, console or whatever you call it was in the kitchen, and then it had a button for each room, and you oh, could like so rad. she could push button number seven or whatevs, and it went to my room, and it was like, hey, you need to come downstairs for supper, and um, so yeah, you could do that, you could talk to people, but that was one of those. It was real novel when we first moved in, and then like for years we never used it at all. I saw I saw one of <laughs> we those just home screamed. Reno- there was one of those home renovation shows, and they actually they still had one of those systems in the mm-hmm. house and they were like, no matter what we do, we're saving this. Like, cause it was so cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I still get yelled at because I'll, I'll yell like, especially around my mom. My mom hates it when I do it, but you know, I can be, I can be real loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have no problem, you know, when it's time for dinner, I just bellow down the hallway, but it drives, it drives my mom crazy to this day. But I, I love, I like the idea of it. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's the last thing my house needs is more doorbells. Because it is already Oh, gosh, they, mu- they must chaos. not have dogs. No. Oh, dear God. Because it would be nonstop barking in my house. And I only have one dog. You have three. It, they're like, and they get each other going. It, it, it's <sighs> the big one and the littlest one are the worst. And then the middle one um, will start barking for no reason, mostly because he wants food or he's trying to distract everybody else. And then it's just bark, 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 bark. Yeah. Between, yeah. Between my UPS packaging showing up, <laughs> uh, neighbors walking their elderly dog and uh, just life in general. No, you can't have doorbells in your house to signal other people. That would be nuts. No. I usually just text from the other room if I don't feel like getting up and walking. Do you? Nice. Yeah. I would try that, but then they always ignore me and they're like, oh, that's your text. That happens like, too. That, I, my favorite too is when I yell, because again, I can be quite loud. When I yell at his dinner, I, and it's like the, I didn't hear you. It's like, okay, 
You're right. I like when you say it's almost ready, and then 10 minutes later, they're still sitting there, and you're like, okay, that was like your your wake-up call, get moving, not sit here and wait for me to come back here again to tell you now it actually is ready. I'm in a game. I'm finishing a game. How many times have you heard that? I, I, yeah. <laughs> I ran out of hands and fingers and toes to count how many times I've heard that. All right, well... I think we're going to go ahead and call this a podcast. Thank you for hanging out for episode 116. Uh, Sean will be back next week. He was actually just taking some vacation yes, time. Yes, it's for spring once. break, vacation time, whatevs. Um, but yeah, so everybody have a great week. And um, anything else? Um, I don't believe so. All right, cool. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is a get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.